Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Brewfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Afternoon Drive, Goodman Mason. Watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, second hour of the show, we are going to be giving away 100 bucks to Optimum Golf. They have two fantastic locations, and man, do I love going there. You can find them in Park Hill or the Rhino neighborhood, and they're going to keep your game ready for the season. This is what 100 bucks will get you. You can get one lesson with my guy, Kyle, who teaches my daughter. And I have to tell you, he does a fantastic job. You can also use that 100 bucks to go into a virtual bay and play courses all over the world. Now, by the way, is a perfect time to get your custom fit, custom built clubs, and get some lessons from their award-winning pros, as we talked about. Kyle is one of them. Book your league, tournament, private party today, theoptimumgolf.com. Mace, how are you? Doing I'm doing all right. How was your weekend? It was great. Yeah. Had a did blast. You, it was busy, busy, busy. Any golfing? I did, actually. You were I, worried about Sunday. I was. What happened was Mandy and I, uh, we had an 11 o'clock tea time, and I'm thinking, well, snow's probably on the ground. We're not going to play. Uh, scheduled a, a business meeting on Sunday. So we drove up there, and as we're driving back, Mandy wanted to ride her horse. She's a jumper. She does it competitively. And just for fun, I called the golf course, and I said, hey, are you guys open? And they said, yeah. I said, oh, my God, 3 o'clock tea time. Uh, played with three other guys. They were all singles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reagan, young kid, really nice, really good golfer. Uh, also played uh, with a couple of other gentlemen who couldn't have been any nicer. And uh, Reagan and I got in 18 holes. So it was great. Pretty awesome. And also, you said you had your tea time at 3 o'clock? And because of the time change. Uh-huh, oh, yes. I knew that. I uh, knew it would allow us to finish. Yeah. So it was great. It means our entire show is in daylight again now. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yes. We don't leave when the sun after sun is going down. That, that's the thing. Like when you walk out of the building and it's already dark. Yeah. It just seems like knowing that you're going to walk out the out of the building today and there's still going to be an hour of daylight. There's just something that uh, invigorates you about that. I think. By the way, I want to give a shout out to Greg as well. I wasn't planning on doing this. Uh, an older mm-hmm. gentleman, terrific golfer, really nice guy. But it's really nice to be paired up with really cool guys. Yeah. So we Good had a deal. great time. I played like garbage, uh, but at the end of the day, it was fun. Nonetheless, time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Okay, well, free agency has officially started, not with signed deals, but they have agreed to term type of deals. And the Chargers have struck again. And I think the reason we're going to be saying the Chargers have struck again, like they did last week with Khalil Mack, and like today they did with the top cornerback on the market, J.C. Jackson, five-year deal, little over $82 million, $40 million guaranteed. You know why we're going to be saying this more moving forward? Because Justin Herbert is on a rookie contract. Mm-hmm. They're going to take advantage of this. Russell Wilson costs a lot of money. 
ate up a lot of cap space. Totally fine for Broncos fans, and I get that. He's worth it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, young quarterback, but he's got a big, fat deal. And Derek Carr has a deal. So you might as well strike now when you have a quarterback under a rookie contract, and that's what the Chargers are doing. They are loaded once again in the defensive secondary and their pass rushers. That tandem is tremendous. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, yeah, oh, by the way, offensively, they're really good with Justin Herbert. So with the Mac trade last week, the Jackson agreeing to terms today. They're the best team in the FC West. Right now, and also, Tyron Matthew has left Kansas City for the Raiders. So it's more significant oh, that he's well, that no longer... that happened in the last half hour. Yes. So it's more significant that he oh, left the Chiefs. Wow. I don't think he makes the Raiders the best team. No. It's the fact that you take Matthew out Off. of the Chiefs, and then you look at what has been added to the Chargers. It's obviously a paper thing. On paper, we all know what that is. They're the best team in the AFC West today. The Chargers are. The Chargers are. You can make the case they're the best team in the AFC. On balance. On balance. I I like what the Bengals did on their offensive line today. They had to rebuild that. They had the cap space to do it. It's the one thing that was Why did they have an opportunity to do that again? Because Joe Burrow's on a what? Rookie contract. Uh Uh-huh. Both Burrow and Herbert, by the way, are are each going into year three. Yeah. And uh, so these two teams... They're on parallel tracks, but they're kind of doing it in different ways. The Bengals had a pretty good free and balanced free agent class last year, and if and what we saw by the by the end of the season, they, that team only had one weakness, and it was the guys protecting Joe Burrow. So they were able to say, okay, let's target that. The Chargers going out about it in a little bit different fashion, but uh, yeah, you could you could yeah you could argue for that. Now wait, hold on, let me ask. You. Uh, I believe it's a win, not an if. Yeah. So I'll use when. Okay. When the Broncos signed Chandler Jones, and I believe it's a when, not an if. Mm-hmm. Now there's, first of all, I think that was going to, I felt that was going to happen last Friday, meaning that this was going to happen this week. But now that Tyron Matthew has gone to the Raiders, mm-hmm. Khalil Mack has gone to the Chargers, Jackson has gone to the Chargers, George Payton has to make a big splash. So once Chandler Jones goes to the Broncos, how much is the gap closed? A little bit. I know. It's not as much as we would hope. Yeah. It's good, and it's a premium position. I get that. Now, if Chandler Jones is Chandler Jones of like three-something years ago, that could be pretty spectacular. But we talked about how his production fell off last last year after... He had five sacks in the first won. game, and then five and a half sacks the rest of the way. You want to know something interesting about uh, Chandler Jones? I thought this was not fascinating. Really. No, I really well, I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. After week one, he averaged uh, not even half a sack a game, right? No. From the start of 2015 through week one, he was pretty steady at about at just under one sack a game, 0.95 sacks per game. But what's interesting is that his pressures per game didn't fall off all that much. They fell off from 1.5 to 1.4. Yep. So he's still getting pressure or or hit or QB hits pardon me he's still getting hits he's still getting pressure what happened is he wasn't finishing in the same way that he was before right and not that pressure doesn't matter and not that hits don't matter but you do want if you you do want those to result in sacks 
Right. Because that's where you start talking about strip sack fumbles. You start talking about explosive plays coming from the pass rush. Who's the, um, if you had to take a guess, who is the second best division in football? Would you say it's uh, the AFC North? Yes. Okay. You know who they are? Who? Actually, I'll tell you in a second. Who's the third best? Who's the third best uh, division in, in football? Ooh. NFC West. NFC West. I'm going to write this down. I'm going to do it for a reason. So it's it's the AFC North, and you have assigned, okay, and then the NFC West, mm-hmm. okay, and then who's the fourth best? Fourth best right now would be, today yeah. would be the uh, AFC East. A- oh, really? You, you really, really? Okay. You had uh, three winning teams. Okay. I can I can I can do that. I can do that. Okay. So this is what we have. The AFC East is the Big 12, the NFC West is the ACC, the AFC North is the Big 10, and the AFC West is the SEC. Now, the one thing That's that, what it is right now. There, the AFC West should start their own network. There's one thing that could change that. If Deshaun Watson goes to anywhere in the NFC South, they move up. That's fine. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. They're not going to be number 1. No. I mean, we're just, we're making a joke. And by the way, yeah. who, who comes in the rear? The Pac-12. Yes. Sadly, <laughs> they do. And not to get completely off topic, and I understand CU's game against Kansas was canceled to no fault of the Buffs, but when you play in a crappy conference, you better find a way to schedule better non-conference. Well, that's, uh, that, that's a football thing, though. No, I'm but talking it, about in basketball oh, it, 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 yeah. with the NCAA you, tournament. I know there was a one there that it was pointed out on social media. I forget what the account was compared CU's resume to Rutgers, and they play in the Big Ten. Exactly, it's the best college basketball. That's conference. what. That's why you're Period. talking about Rutgers being so a you better have a great, first four team and not CU. As you know, I, I'm a big Kansas State. Football fan. Yes. Here's the deal, man. At least in years past with Bill Snyder, you can't argue you should play for the national championship when you're playing the Sisters of the Poor non-conference mm-hmm. and you intentionally do that. By the way, another note on college basketball. Congratulations to CSU mm-hmm. getting the number six seed. And how were they rewarded? Their head coach will not be stolen. And I think a lot of us were worried about that, weren't we? We were. And... Till 2029. I'll tell you, I, the funny thing is, it happened within two or three hours, so I wonder if it was connected, that the best job on the market this offseason that's open is the University of Florida, because Mike White left for Georgia. Yep. And I thought it was really interesting that within two or three hours, you saw the news of the Nico Medved extension. Right. And of course, we know that Florida in football... Yeah, who did they take? They took Jake McElwain a few years ago. Yep. And... And, and I think it was it was a good move by by CSU. It doesn't prevent Medfed from leaving a year or two from now. Mm-hmm. It just buys them. It, it buys them some time here, and buys CSU time because I think as long as Nico Medved's their head coach, mm-hmm. we're gonna be talking about them at least being in the uh, at least being in the conversation for an at large. I at, an at large make being you know a bad year is kind of fringe nit fringe NCAA. NIT bid. That's the worst they're going to do with him. It was a big move for them. So speaking of the NCAA tournament, I'm racking my brain this morning. I'm very fortunate to have numbers for everybody in every sport. One sport that I don't have 
is NCAA basketball. I'm thinking, who do I know? Who do I know? And then I'm thinking, this guy not only knows a lot, but he's a huge fan to boot. And that's our friend Paul Klee. Mm -hmm. He writes for the Denver Gazette. He's a big Gonzaga fan, so you know who he's picking. But Paul Klee, who used to write in Colorado Springs, now writes for the Denver Gazette. He will be traveling with CSU for the tournament. He will join us next to talk about the NCAA tournament. I get up, I get down, and I'm jumping around. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Got my HVAC unit from them. This is what I love about these guys. One, I got the best product out there in RUD. Number two, I got a fantastic deal. And number three, I love the fact that they show up on time and their customer service is fantastic. There's so many companies out there that are in like that service industry, whether it's HVAC or, you know, cleaning your carpets and stuff, and they never show up on time. They do at Mighty Plumbing, Heating and Air. And right now, um, you're going to get a 10-year parts and labor warranty if you do a new HVAC unit with them. Whole home air duct cleaning, whole home humidifier, five-year complete maintenance, and a smart thermostat that includes installation. You need to go with Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Go where I go. Go to MightyPH.com. That's MightyPH.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have over 600 five-star reviews? No one has better service, and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to MightyPH.com. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in our friend Paul Klee, columnist for the Denver Gazette. Uh, He's going to be traveling with the Colorado State Rams as they are in the tournament as a sixth seed against the number 11 seed Michigan Wolverines. How are you, Paul? How we doing, fellas? Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Good. I just uh, kind of need to get this out of the way quickly. I'm giving you a one-word answer, and then we're moving on. Because you're a diehard Homer Gonzaga fan. They are the number one seed. Let's just make this quick. Get it out of the way. Are they finally going to win the championship? They'll lose to Arizona in the national championship game. Oh, my God. I cannot. I, I figured you would not say that at all. Well, you got to remember, he's coaching Arizona now. He's a zag. He's Tommy Lloyd. He's a good friend of mine. So I can't really lose in that scenario. Wait a minute. Are you are you saying that with your heart or with your head? You said he's a friend of yours. <laughs> I root for the good guys, man. Right. And he is one of the best. So I, you know what? This this guns. I can't believe how good Gonzaga is. Yeah. I really can't. Right. You, you you lose three NBA guys and you come back and do this. It's it's. We've been pooping gold nuggets for 25 years. Right. At some point, this is the other shoe's going to drop. My goodness, do I like watching them play ball. So they're not the machine they were a year ago, Eric. Right. It, this is a 
I wouldn't say a vulnerable team because they are so talented. They have so many NBA guys, but they're not what they were a year ago. They can be beat from the second round on. Uh, let's talk about Colorado State. You're going to be traveling with the Rams. Again, they are the sixth seed against uh, you know, a team from, in my opinion, the best uh, conference in college basketball. They'll be taking on Michigan. Yeah. Very rarely do you see a sixth seed as an actual underdog to an 11 <laughs> seed. You agree with that? No, Colorado State's a better team. Uh, they, it, it's a toss-up, though. You know, it's you get into that six eleven territory. It's the seven tens. It's it's the twelve fives that has been made famous through the years. And this game really, truly is a toss-up. Uh, I've watched Michigan a ton. They're big. They should be better than they have been. They have better players than their record would indicate. I didn't think they should be in the field. I thought it should have gone to North Texas. But, hey, if Nico Medved's out here signing big-time contract extension and getting his mm-hmm. staff raises, this is a game you should win as a sixth seed, right? Yep. I mean, Michigan, so, they're, since they lost to Michigan State late January, this is literally mm-hmm. a, a 500 team. And, of course, we know about what happened with Juwan Howard uh, mm-hmm. after after the Wisconsin game. Why? But beyond that, why hasn't Michigan been able to put it together consistently uh, the way they did for – a brief stretch of January, and then I think they they started three and zero against uh, against kind of the little sisters of the poor. Yeah, it's it's such a good question, Mace. I I talked to a Big Ten coach this morning about them, and he said they can lose to Northwestern one night, and they can blow out Ohio State the next night, and that speaks to a personality. I don't want to say clash because that's that's probably making it you know too much hyperbole there, but there's definitely a disconnect between. Uh, the sideline and what's playing on the court. And yeah, it, you can see it when when you watch them play. The body language, mm-hmm. it, it's not. And maybe we're accustomed to those beeline teams where they were just so in sync, and it, mm-hmm. it was just a finely tuned machine that they knew where the other guy was going. This team is discombobulated at times. The the issue there is they're big. They're really big, and they're big up front. They're not a good defensive team. That's what's strange about it because they have a really good defensive center. Colorado State can get easy buckets, and that's going to be the most important thing for them. I think CSU has the best player in this game. That's always a good place to start. I think they've got the best NBA prospect in this game in David Roddy. But Michigan, it's kind of like, why aren't they better? You know, they should be good. They should be better than what they've been the last four months or, as you said, the last two months. So you, it scares you a little bit because what if it clicks for him starting on Thursday? So I have a lot of cousins who went to Michigan. We were talking about this Michigan Wolverine team. And what I said to my cousin was, this is the deal with Juwan Howard. He's a very good recruiter, not necessarily a very good coach. But speaking of coaches, uh, I don't know if you have the answer to this. You might want to think about this. So it's going to be Juwan Howard, Nico, Nico Medved. Is uh, Nico more of a puncher or a counter puncher, just in case we need to know this? Uh, I think the only place you got to be scared of Michigan is the handshake line, right? That's what I mean. Is he a better puncher or counter puncher? Well, I've I've seen Nico, and and he's more mace size, so I don't think Nico's going to stick around for very long if that goes down. You know, last year you had take that, are you mace? Oh, I know what I am. I'm comfortable with what I am. The, thi- the, the thing is, though, you have assistants getting, you have assistants that usually get involved um, with this sort of thing. So, right, I mean, right. uh, what, I, what I'm wondering is, is Ali Fruchman capable of getting in, getting in there and mixing up? 
You know what's funny, man, is last year we had Tad Boyle against Patrick Ewing. So these uh, these Colorado teams, they're faring up against some of the great college players. Um, I think this one is not going to be the blowout that the Buffs handed Georgetown last year. Mm-hmm. But there's something telling me, I think this is a David Roddy coming out party. And that there's good and there's bad there. David right. Roddy, mm-hmm. should he should turn pro. Okay? And, and there's there's I know CSU fans are swearing my name right now. David Roddy should be in the NBA next year. It's very hard to duplicate a season like he's had. And I was just up in Fort Collins a couple weeks ago. The entire Nuggets front office was there. That's not a situation where you, you want to go hang out in Fort Collins for a night in the middle of the NBA season. They like David Roddy. If the Nuggets like David Roddy, a lot of teams are going to like him. I don't think he's a first-round pick, but I do think he's an NBA player, albeit a very unusual NBA player that doesn't have a lot of great comps because he plays so different than other types of players do. If he's not a first-round pick, then wouldn't it behoove him to come back for another year? Gosh, it's 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 really good question. This is why me and Mace, when we're at Broncos <laughs> games, we have like an iPad on a, in North Carolina basketball game. We've got a, a you know a, a Microsoft tablet on the Gonzaga game, and we spend more time watching college basketball than we do talking football. This is absolutely true, by the way, Eric. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. We watch well, that's a lot why of you ball. guys don't know that much about football because you're always worried about college basketball. <laughs> That's, that, well, Mace knows way too much football. I don't I know. know enough, but it's like rain you, you know, I, I think he goes. I, these these types of season, man, we don't see him at CSU like this. Yeah, I think you. I think you take advantage of it as much as I would like to like to see him back. I can tell you, I'm very surprised that that Nico Medved was not involved with the K State search. I'm very surprised at that because I had been told back in December Nico Medved would be one of their, uh, you know one of the on their short list for when Bruce Weber was gone. So hopefully that contract extension allows him to stick around, but I don't think that's done. I don't think you really feel safe if you're in CSU's uh, shoes until, uh, you know, first game of next season. We are talking with Paul Klee, columnist for the Denver Gazette. Uh, he's going to be traveling with the Colorado State Rams, and now you know that when, you know, Mace and, you know, Paul are out at uh, Broncos training camp, all the stuff that they write down, <laughs> Uh, is really a bunch of BS because they're watching college basketball. But I digress. Uh, so we talked about your Zags. You mentioned you mentioned Mace's North Carolina Tar Heels. I cannot believe my Indiana Hoosiers actually got into the tournament. So I will set myself up for that. For this, you follow college basketball more than I do. But I'm smart enough to know the Big Ten has the best conference in college basketball. The Pac-12 does not. Who should have gotten in? Indiana or Colorado? Oh gosh, IU. Yeah, yeah, IU should have been in. Yeah. I, I think they were a, they're in the right place. They should be in Dayton. And that Wyoming team is a, a blast. I I watched way too many Pokes games this year. I think that if it's a neutral court, Wyoming is a better team. Unfortunately, I've been to Dayton for these games. It will not be a neutral court. <laughs> that will be a Hoosiers home game. No because question. all of Indiana. Of proximity. Will, yep. It's really close. It's a couple hours. So that's going to be an IU home game. You know how those guys travel. Wyoming travels really well. They won't travel like Indiana across the border. I still think Wyoming, it's all four of these, let me put it this way, all four of these Mountain West teams, they're all playing toss-up games. It, they're all going to be last possession, you know, one, two, three, four points type games. They're going to be really close. So if, you're, if you have a chance to lay the point or take the points, take the points. Wyoming obviously hadn't been there. Indiana's played a lot of games like this. 
I like the Mount West to go four and zero, man. I think this is this is me being a Mount West homer a bit because I watched too many of those games, but I think they go four and zero. Back in 2013, the Mount West put five teams in, guys. They left the tournament with only one win among those five teams. The Mount West needs to take advantage of this stage because they've got four very good teams, and I want to see them win five, six games total. Okay, I understand how good Arizona is. You, you are picking mm-hmm. them to win the title, so that mm-hmm. might be the tiebreak. But if you had to take the top five teams in the Pac-12 mm-hmm. and the top five teams in the Mountain West, who's mm-hmm. better? Mount West. I think so, too. Yeah. Now, the thing about that is they can't play with Arizona. No, no, that's what I'm Arizona. saying. That's your tiebreak. Yeah, but, that, but it's only a one-on-one. Right You're taking the top team from the Mountain West, putting them up against Arizona, Ooh, but then you're two versus two, three versus three. Dang, that's such a good question. We've got the Mountain West Big Ten Challenge here with Indiana, Wyoming, and CSU, Michigan. We need a Mountain <laughs> West Pac-12 Challenge. That's right. what we need in our lives is Mountain West Pac. The Pac will never do that, of right. course. But I will say this, Eric. I've got two Pac-12 teams in the Final Four. I think UCLA gets there as a four seed. I think Arizona does what they do better than anybody else. If their point guard is healthy, I think Arizona gets there. And that would be a heck of a run for the Pac-12, which could use a little bit of an injection. Now, this, this last couple of years, and this isn't me just plugging my zags, it's been a really long time since the West could produce these types of national championship contenders. It's been a long time since that's happened, since Arizona in 96. So it's been a banner few years. Even though the pack is down, West Coast basketball is back. I wanted to ask you this a little bit off the end. It's not on the NCAA tournament radar, but I wanted to ask you about what Bruce Weber said after his press conference, his press conference <laughs> after they lost last week. Just what were your thoughts on the sentiments he shared referring to the investigations, the FBI going on other other schools, the FBI, mm-hmm. him joking about growing his hair long and not cutting it, et cetera. This is why I was so stoked to come on your show because <laughs> it, it's smart. I mean, it's it's that's a it's smart stuff. Coach, well, I told him to back. ask that question. Oh yeah, right. I, I said, <laughs> I said, Mace, you're next. You need to ask oh. that question, and I'll give you all the credit. I won't take any credit for the question, even though I gave it to him. There's no one I know who has better, who would have a better answer on this than I, Paul Klee. That's the thing. I'm totally, well, I'm totally kidding, Paul. Yeah. It was my question. We worked together for a long time, Bruce Weber and I. He allowed me into his hotel room. This sounds strange. Oh, boy. The night before the national championship game against Carolina, one of the great games I've ever gotten to witness, and watch film till about 5 in the morning on Carolina, and he predicted exactly what was going to happen. They were going to have a problem with Sean May, and they had a problem with Sean May. He fouled out half the Illini roster. Coach Weber is the most vocal and, I don't want to say proud, but he's been one of the few men that would speak out against this. Tad Boyle's another one of those that they burned a lot of bridges in their own coaching fraternity because of the way they've spoken out about the cheating in college basketball. And it's been rampant over the last two decades. It's been awful, which is, it, it, it works though. Will Wade just made $8 million yeah. before he got fired. That's a whole lot of money to make. I think a lot of people might sign up for that. He didn't have a clean conscience. So what he said the other day about he's not going to cut his hair until some of this stuff you know, comes to light with LSU, with Kansas, with Arizona, with Auburn. 
that was Bruce Weber in a nutshell. And he didn't make that up. He actually did because I called one of the assistants or former assistants at K-State. Is Coach making this up? Did he say this? He said, no, that's actually why he hasn't been cutting his beautiful locks. So it was a way for him to bring to the forefront what remains an issue in college basketball. It's gotten a little bit better. I would say the packs clean up a little bit. The SEC has not. And the FBI really hasn't. It hasn't produced a whole lot from what we thought it would. So it's amazing, guys, when you see a Gonzaga, when you see a K-State go to the Elite Eight a couple years ago, when you see some of these programs that, you know, Colorado being going to the tournament last year, winning a game, Tad's not cheating. You won't allow it in this program. It doesn't happen. And if you try it, you're not going to be an assistant there anymore. So when those programs win, I got a special place in my heart when they succeed. By the way, I'll tell you a quick story since you're on the K-State line. I don't know if you know that I used to cover K-State when uh, Dana Altman was the head basketball coach. And Bill oh, Snyder. yes. Oh, yeah, it was great. Uh, so when I, see, when I see Dana Altman get upset on the sidelines, it's, it's beyond shocking to me because his <laughs> press conferences put you to sleep even more so than Bill Snyder, and that is saying something. But when yeah. Dana Altman wound up going to Creighton, I was sitting in John Weefald's office at the time, and I was anchoring in Kansas. John Weefald was the president of Kansas State, and they had just started their search. And so you're telling me how you, know, you spent time with Bruce Weber. That's a really good story. Let me tell you a really bad story. So I'm sitting in John Weefald's office. He has no idea where he's going to start looking. He knows I know college basketball, and he said, do you have any suggestions on who we should hire as our next basketball coach? to which I brilliantly said, um, and now his name has totally escaped me. Tom Asbury. Tom Asbury. I said he'd be great. He did a great job with Doug Christie at Pepperdine. He's your perfect hire. And, of course, he stunk. So you had a good experience with K-State. I had a bad Mm -hmm. experience with K-State. Well, I'll tell you, K-State should hire – they should – back up the Brinks truck and go steal Brad Underwood from Kansas State and then have Brad bring Frank Martin, who just got fired from South Carolina today as an associate head coach, and bring the band back together. Yep. It's going to take a lot of money, but that's the only way K-State's going to have a sustained winner because that's a really tough place to, to win. Yeah, I agree. Hey, yeah. Paul, always appreciate the time. We kept you a little long. Uh, that's because uh, Mace had so many good questions. Thanks, Paul. Right appreciate it, my friend. Paul, appreciate it. Guys again. Safe Thank travels uh, with uh, Colorado State and have fun. Appreciate you. Thanks. Thank you. All right, coming up after the break, a Rocky Mountain Forest product shout-out question. Melvin Gordon, according to our friend Benjamin Albright, will not be coming back to the Broncos. Is that a big deal? Not a big deal. And should Javante Williams now be the bell cow? That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, 
Go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sthmazda.com. Okay, every Monday on the show, we do the Rocky Mountain Forest product shout-out question to our friends Ty, Cal, Kate, and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. Here we go. Our friend Benjamin Albright is reporting. Melvin Gordon is not going to be coming back to the Broncos. Statistically, you know, he had some fumbles. I get that. Had a problem, you know, drinking and driving, but he had a pretty good productive two years, and he helped recruit Russell Wilson to Denver. As, as some people may or may not know, Wilson and Gordon played together at Wisconsin. How big of a deal is this? It's a big deal potentially for uh, Russell Wilson, but but not. It's nothing. It's going to kind of break things down. A no, little bit. it's not. It's not. No, I think it's a big. Like I think he'd like to play with Russell Wilson, and so that's the, that's the. Or Gordon would like to play Russell Wilson and, and Russell Wilson with Melvin Gordon. So I think that part of it. Well, big, he can. You know, yeah. I could do that when they when they extend yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Tell Russ to give some of his money to Melvin yeah. Gordon. But at this, but at the same time, when looking at the football perspective on this. It's not a big deal. It's not because running backs are ultimately fungible assets. You, sh- you got you got Mike Boone backing up Javante Williams. Williams is going to be the RB one. You can add a running back probably early on day three of the draft, and that's your running back room. I think the big question is now if Boone is actually the backup, is now Javante Williams the bell cow? Is he going to be a Dalvin Cook type? Is he going to be a Leonard Fournette type? Is he going to be a Derrick Henry type? that gets the majority of the carries in this new system, because I think he is. He is the guy. Yeah. He will be the guy. Yeah. Guys, what do you think? And that is our segment, Rocky Mountain Forest Product Shoutout Questions. <laughs> I have Cade and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? Some big, big news for the Colorado Avalanche over the weekend as uh, Gabriel Landeskog requiring knee surgery. So he will be out. How does that impact things on the uh, trade deadline side of things for Colorado? We'll talk about that next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon noon Drive. Goodman, Mason, watch us. MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, if you're looking to drive your dream car, you absolutely need to go to Rocky Mountain Eurosport in Denver and in Parker. They are going to give you a luxury car driving and buying experience. And uh, you're just going to love going there because of the way they do business. They treat their customers right. They treat their customers like family. Uh, They service all makes and models, and they have great finance options. With that, want to bring in a longtime friend of mine, Debbie Hoffman from RM Eurosport. How are you, Debbie? 
I'm fine. How are you today, Eric? I am great. Let's talk about something that isn't ordinarily done at a lot of car places. You guys do consignments. Tell us about that. Well, we have a lot of customers that right now the market is so high on trade-ins that we have a lot of our customers come in and they don't want to have to deal with putting something on Craigslist, worrying about sketchy people coming to their address. So we let them bring their vehicles to either of our two locations, and we then will photograph the vehicle, put the vehicle on our website, do the advertisement on the vehicle, and handle any sales and concerns. And all they really kind of have to do is come in and get their check once it's sold. How nice is that? I mean, that certainly certainly jacks up your inventory, which is fantastic. And listen, inventory is low all over the country right? But how is your inventory right now? Well, you know, that's a good question. And yes, those items do help jack up our inventory, which is great. But right now between both stores, we're probably running with around 300 vehicles Hmm. that are available right now on the market. So that's pretty good. I've got such wonderful buyers and Jacob is our number one buyer and he is phenomenal at finding the right vehicles and getting them ready to be out there for people to come in and take them for a test drive and find their perfect vehicle. Okay. So once Jacob finds the car that somebody wants, let's talk about financing because a lot of people can't afford to buy a car in full. Uh, You got a lot of, a lot of lenders to choose from, don't you? Yeah, we have about 20 right now that we have out there to choose from and they're all really great lenders. Um, definitely helping with the market because, yes, it is a tough market right now, and trying to get the right lender is also important. To get the right finance rate and everything else is vitally important to this industry. One thing I love about working with you, and we've known each other for a long time, is you are the marketing director for Rocky Mountain Eurosport, but one thing that is super important to you, and it's always been that way since I've known you, is getting involved in the community. I don't think many people do it better than you. Tell us about your first responders dinner. Thank you for that compliment. Yes, I'm super excited about that. We are going to invite our first responders from several counties and cities throughout the Metro Denver area um, to come out in September. We're going to have a great big dinner for them. Um, We will be giving away awards. There will be door prizes. We'll have a car show. We'll have face painting and just all kinds of fun things for them to do. And it's just our way of telling our first responders how much we appreciate what they do daily to keep our community safe. And, you know, the past few years, it's been pretty rough on these guys. And so we're really excited to be able to reach out to them and say thank you. And when I mean awards, I mean someone from each department, like the Parker Police, they will nominate somebody for an award. Denver Police will nominate somebody in their rank for an award. The South Metro Fire, they nominate somebody, so on and so forth. So we are giving away a ton of awards. And then, of course, we make a donation to the Benevolent Fund and the Firefighters Fund as well. That's so great. You guys are so great at getting out in the community. How do people find you? Well, it's pretty simple. We are at 
rmurosports.com. We are at the corner of Parker and Lincoln in Parker, and at the corner of Oneida and Leedsdale in Denver. With both locations are very easy to find, and actually they're all right on Parker. Because if you take Parker straight up, it turns into Leedsdale. And of course, if you find if you want to find Rocky Mountain Eurosport online, go to rmeurosport.com. Debbie, have a great yeah. day. Thanks, Eric. See ya. Time now okay. for the time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it over the weekend, some tough news for Colorado Avalanche fans as the captain, Gabriel Landeskog, uh, was announced by Jared Bednar to be in need of knee surgery. Um, he will undergo that surgery today. He's the Avs' leading goal scorer this season and obviously a leader for the team on and off the ice. How likely does this news make you think the Avs will add someone before the trade deadline, which was already highly speculated? Yeah, they, they were. Gonna, I think they were going to add Claude Giroux anyway. They were just waiting for him, I think, to play his 1,000th game, and then they were going to make the trade for him. It would be a fantastic addition, uh, even if Landeskog was on the roster. Bring in a guy of his caliber, longtime captain, NHL veteran. You know what? When I heard the news about Landeskog, you know what I thought? Typical. Avs are always injured going into the playoffs. Now Landeskog's fault. It's not anybody's fault. It just seems, in some ways, the Avalanche going into the playoffs are like the Chargers going into the regular season. You are just expecting an injury, and bang, here we go. Yeah, and the other thing is, with Landerskog, you can put him on long-term injured reserve, so you can get that salary cap savings. Right, and that'll allow you to. Oh, work. you mean kind of like what Vegas is doing with their captain, and what uh, the Lightning did with Nikita Kucherov uh-huh. last year? Yeah, right. Yeah, and you can kind of work copycat around that league. What's work. that? It's a copycat league. Yeah, it sure is. exactly. Yeah, and and so all of a sudden, the Landerskog injury made it m- even more likely. Right that Claude Giroux is going to be the present under the tree for the Avs here in the next several days. Well, Giroux gets paid $9 million, and I believe that Landeskog is in that neighborhood. Yeah. That works out pretty well. Just in case you missed it, uh, Mace, I want to get your opinion on this, give you a chance to vent wow. about it if you need to. Eric, I'm interested in your opinion, too. I just didn't. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. What, anyway, what do you got? <laughs> the Braves acquired first baseman Matt Olson from the Oakland A's for four players meaning Freddie Freeman, the 2020 NL MVP, will likely be with a different team very soon. What do you think about the package they sent? What do you think about adding Olsen? I mean, I'll take this one. Go ahead. No. Yeah. Oh, the package, first of all, there's one key part of the package, and that is uh, Shea Langlier's a catcher who was was generally regarded as the Braves, kind of their prime prospect at going back in the deal. Of course, the thing is, Matt Olsen... He's a first baseman, so basically this means no room at the end for Freddie Freeman. He has two years left on his deal. The Braves may try to re-sign him. He's actually from Georgia. It certainly 
it, it, it means basically that Atlanta's moving on from Freddie Freeman. And I can I get it. Olsen is younger. Not I mean Freddie Freeman is a potential Hall of Fame player. Olsen's not on that trajectory. He's a very good power power hitter. Doesn't hit for average the way Freddie Freeman does. But he OPS nine thirty four last year. So he's he's got a lot of pop, he's got a lot of pop. He's going to be a plus player in the lineup. Where this thing fell apart for the Braves with Freddie Freeman is that he's going into his age thirty two season. He wanted a six year deal. The Braves were reluctant to do that because of how players in their 30s typically decline. I think maybe they feared a, a little bit of Todd Helton 2.0 on the on the last couple of years of Freddie Freeman's contract, and they want that to weigh them down. And by the way, there are reports out there that Freddie Freeman is going to the Dodgers. Those are false reports. From what I, I also saw Yankees earlier today. Right. Yeah. There's some, and there's, there's some other false reports going out right now, kind of like there was a false report that went out probably about an hour and a half ago that Tyron Matthew is going yes, to the Raiders. That is false. That false. is a false report. But if he does go to I the Raiders, was, I was that would really suck. I was duped by a fake e- by by a All fake right. ESPN account that somebody put onto my the timeline of people that I follow on Twitter. I've got to vet my timeline and the people that are on there are a little better, I think. All of us have been duped in the past, mm-hmm. with the exception of me. That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed, you can walk into any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. Hey, man, if you're going to buy a car, you want to take it for a test drive. So if you're going to buy a Viking Range, don't don't you want to try out that baby? First of all, Viking Range is awesome, mm-hmm. so you're going to want to try it out. But why not do it with some of the top appliances out there? Plus, Mountain High Appliance, they can help you find something to fit your budget as well. Mandy got a stackable washer and dryer from Mountain High Appliance. It's a beauty. She couldn't be any happier. Got a great deal. Love the customer service. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. So the major move of the day, Chargers are bringing in Patriots cornerback J.C. Jackson. Right now, Broncos haven't done anything. But in the next couple of days, they could be bringing in a pass rusher. But one guy who they may have liked is now off the market. Who is that? That's next. 